Nero. 8th of June, depth of night, the Praetorian camp, Rome. My interrogation resumes with a splash of water. It's poured onto the top of my head with slow, malicious ease, and a cascade of icy murk soaks my hair and slides over my face and the back of my neck. A quiver runs down my spine. My head snaps back and I suck in one long, panicked gasp. I try to move, but rope still holds me to the chair, concentric circles wrapped from my chest down to my belly. I open my eyes. Standing in front of me is a soldier, one of my Praetorians, holding an empty bucket. Up now, he says. Up, up, up. Grudgingly, my wits return. Cuts and swollen bruises pepper my body, and with each breath a sharp pain shoots through my ribs like an arrow. The soldier tosses the bucket aside. His silver cuirass catches the firelight and shines the colour of Spanish gold. He steps forward, places his hands on the arms of my chair and leans in until our noses are only inches apart. I unwillingly breathe in the stink of cheap sour wine. He lingers, staring into my eyes. Fear. That's what he's after. Any trace he can scavenge, but I won't let him have it. I refuse to be afraid of a mere soldier. It's undignified. As far beneath me as it should be beyond him. This one, though. This one has it in for me. Earlier, before I lost consciousness, still tied to the chair, he asked if I remembered him. He genuinely believed that I should know him personally from the hundreds of thousands of soldiers at my beck and call. He described a night years ago when I made him serve a dinner party dressed as Venus. On my orders, he was forced to wear a silk stola, wig, and makeup, and sent marching amongst tables of guests. He's only known as Venus now, or so he says. The rank and file, the officers, even the prefects. No one remembers his real name. He was red in the face when he told me, a girlish quiver to every word. Who knew that a Roman soldier could be so sensitive? What's a bit of eyeshadow compared to a German horde? I, of course, remembered none of it. After I told him as much, that I didn't recall him or that night, but it sounded like quite the party, he beat me viciously. I'm not sure he would have stopped if the centurion hadn't told him to. The last thing I remember before losing consciousness is the soldier, my erstwhile Venus, panting like a dog after his outburst. Thankfully, before he can lay his calloused hands on me again, the centurion calls out to him. He gives me a knowing wink before joining his superior by the fire. We are in a dark, cavernous room, the gods above nowhere. The only light is from a fire burning to my left. The bricks beyond, interlocking stones of black volcanic rock, seem to move with the flicker of the flames. I count three soldiers, the same three who dragged me from my bed hours before. I watch them pass around a skin of wine. Each band takes a long, deep swig. I could use a drink myself. When I tell them as much, one soldier laughs while the other two, Venus and the Centurion, ignore me. The Centurion's helmet is off, revealing a sweaty mat of ginger. I doubt he's of Italian stock. Likely he's from Gaul near the Rhine, where such a look is common. I find this comforting somehow. His treachery easier to understand. You can never trust a non-Italian. Their hearts are never truly in it. The soldiers continue to talk. I watch the flames of the fire to pass the time. Their voices are getting louder the more they drink. They're sharing their theories on me, 
debating how best to capitalize on my value. One of them refers to treasure buried in the shores of Carthage. He knows where it is, he says. He knows. Why do the rabble always think Caesar buries his treasure rather than spend it? Another thinks there's gold in my veins, flakes of it floating in my blood like leaves on a pond. He wants to cut and drain me like a pig and boil down what he collects, leaving only the ore. Well, the Greeks did it to Priam, he says, and he's richer than Priam. I take a breath. Wait. Their time will come. Many remain loyal. Soldiers, courtiers, senators, the poor in the streets. Despite the recent unrest in the provinces, despite one or two legions acting out like petulant children, the majority love me still. Someone will come. Someone will stop this. And when they do...